Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody. Hello and welcome back to the Octodome Podcast, everybody. Hope you guys have another wonderful, blessed day. Um, thanks for joining me. If you're listening, I appreciate everything you're doing. Um, getting this thing going. Uh, let's just go ahead and start with the ah, down in Miami, boy. These heat, these heat just don't. They just they're getting smothered. It's 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 not looking too great for these Miami Heat. They now have the uphill battle. Oh, going back to the garden and trying to win to keep this series alive force of game seven. They lost last night 93 to 80. And it's that that defense and that Boston defense, man, they ain't they're not playing around. They're not here to fuck fuck around. They're not with the shits. They're not with that 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 bullshit, man. That defense is fucking just dominant. You wanna talk about you wanna talk about a great defense? It's holding your opponent to seven for forty-five shooting from the three-point line. Shooting fifteen percent. I will say that again because that's I, I'm I'm not dyslexic. It's not fifty-one percent. It's it's fifteen percent they shot from the threes, dude. That is insane. I've never heard of a team shooting fifteen percent. I'm sure you could go look at that, and that's probably historically one of the worst shooting games any team's ever had in the playoffs. Even in a game period. I mean, Struess was 0 for 7. Struess, he's in a slump, man. He's in a slump. Big-time shooter slump. He can't buy a bucket. Kyle Lowry just looks like he belongs... Like, he shouldn't even be in the league. He <laughs> he looks like he, he's, he came from the local pickup game down the road, and they're like, yeah, suit up, bud. You're playing for the Miami Heat tonight. It's like, holy fuck, man. That guy is 0 for 6 shooting. Our backcourt's atrocious. Something's you have to make a change. I propose I propose you either put Duncan Robinson back in the starting lineup. Um or you get Oladipo in the second. You gotta get Oladipo maybe in the starting lineup. Something has to change. That backcourt's gotta change. Um it's it's rough without um Tyler Hero from Miami. Um the the Lowry and Struess thing is iffy and it's now gonna. It's gonna be questionable if Lowry even plays now. I think he's battling. He's still battling injuries, and at his age is just showing, man. He's a great player. He's a great leader. He, he's he's one of them guys now where he needs to be on a team, but that pulls like a Andre Iguodala or or what Udonis has him starting to do. One of those roles where you're on that roster, but you never see the court, and you're just one of them vocal leader guys. Because I, I think he does bring that. It's just his his game is not there anymore. I mean, he drives, and everybody knows he's not he's not shooting when he's driving. Like he'll get all the way to the back basket, does a Huey, goes around, finds somebody. I mean, it's like it's predictable offense. His three point shots are he's barely even hitting the fucking backboard at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just it's hard to watch. You can't give that guy twenty five minutes. You know, they're they're worried about taking minutes from Duncan Robinson and Gabe Vincent and, and Struess and how are we gonna do this and Caleb Martin? How are we gonna get these guys all these guys minutes? Well, I think you gotta take from Kyle Lowry. There's there's no way he he can start anymore. I just don't think he's capable. Um, and Jimmy Butler's still in a slump. You, you know what's what's big for me was P.J. Tucker. Uh, he kept him going for a while. He was just the the hustle man. He's a he has eleven boards. He is playing at center. And he's 6'5". 
dude, the dude is special. What he brings to an NBA team is, is special. Like, it, there's just no question about it. And I think Milwaukee misses him. Like, they missed him. They they really missed having him last last series. Um, this season, they, they they it shows that dude is is he just gives you something you can't teach, you can't coach. You just gotta have it. I mean, he wants it, man. He wants it more than everybody else, and I love guys like that. And 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 right now, Jimmy's got to dig himself out of this slump. I mean, he started losing confidence. I've never seen Jimmy Butler lose confidence like that. He was he was debating on shooting at times because nothing was falling. He couldn't buy a bucket even when he was shooting. It was close. It was like he was getting in and out. It was just it's not there. He needs to he needs to figure out his shooting slump. He's got to get himself out of that. They have to have him. Again, Bam out of bio's got to be aggressive. I keep preaching it, and it is it it's true. And if you look, he didn't start getting aggressive till they were down twenty. He went on that stretch in the fourth quarter. They're down twenty. It's over. The game's over. And then he just starts ripping them a new one. I mean, he just starts going down and scoring at will. It's like, dude, why can't you do that the entire time? That's that's all that needs to be done. Is you need to do that from the get go. Punch them in the mouth. Play inside. To outside basketball. Right now, Miami's playing outside to inside. It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. Your threes aren't falling, so you have to change it up. I get it. Shooters will shoot, and you got to shoot out of your slumps. Yeah, that's true. But at some point, you got to figure out a, di- a different way about it because it, this this way ain't working. The, the threes aren't there. They got They need to give it down to Bam, and he needs to be aggressive. He needs to attack. So that way, it, later on in the game, they go to that. And Boston has to commit to him. Right now, they don't need to commit to him because he's only shooting three times. They're not scared of it. It's predictable basketball. It's Don't get me wrong. Boston has a great defense, but it's not hard to play defense when you can predict what the other guys are going to do. Yeah, they want to shoot threes the whole time. They want to be Golden State. They just want to shoot threes, and, and yeah, Bam has the ball. Uh, he ain't going to shoot. You know, When he shoots six times a game like he did, and so that's what concerns me with Miami is is just they're they're just so predictable and they're not changing. It doesn't seem like they're willing to change. They're like, we'll just shoot out of this. Well, you're not shooting out of it. It's just not working, coach. You're gonna have to do something. And if they don't, and now it's hard, right? Now you have to go into the garden. Those fans are gonna be fucking going nuts because they're gonna want. They're thinking, okay, we have a chance to clinch and go to the NBA Finals. Yeah, they're gonna go fucking nuts, dude. The Boston Celtics fans are already a, a great fan base when it. I say great, great fan base as in they love their Boston Celtics, right? So you don't think they're going to be coming out uh, in in game six? Fucking they have a chance to clinch. You don't think they're going to go nuts? Yeah, good luck. You're not even going to be here. I guarantee you. They're not gonna be, you're not going to be here yourself in there. They're going to go crazy, so it's going to be tough. But credit to Boston. Um, they're, they're sticking with it because it was a close game, right? And when they came out in that third quarter, they clamped. They clamped. They tightened up. And what was keeping Miami in the game was early. It's been the same same old song and dance for the series. It's the turnovers. They were sloppy with the ball, turning the ball over. Tatum was turning it over. And Miami was playing good defense. Um, they were playing really good defense. And then it's their lack of offense. It, it crushes their spirit uh, that they can't score. And it's the, the Celtics' defense is just so great. I mean, how many times is Robert Williams going to – going to close out and, and block a shot in the corner threes. I mean, Horford had two blocks. Uh, Williams had three. They're, they're just playing. They're, they're playing great basketball, defensive basketball. And it's crushing Miami's spirit. 
because then well, their shots aren't going in. And when one team scores and another team can't score, that other team that scores is going to win nine times out of ten. Or probably ten times out of ten. I think that's how that works. You know, <laughs> So, I mean, you're not scoring. The other team's scoring. They're clamping you down and you're shooting 15% from three. And you, you go, damn, how the hell did y'all get here? I think Boston's sitting back like, damn, we let this shit go to six games? <clears throat> We're letting this trickle to six games? If you're Boston, you're like, damn, we could have closed this shit up and sitting sitting back fucking sipping pina coladas waiting for the, the West games to, to wrap up. They're like, damn, we fucked around and, and played with our food for too damn long. That's what that's what it's looking like, <laughs> to be honest. And I've, and I've said it as a Miami Heat fan, Boston looks like the more complete team in this series. They have. The games they've lost, I feel like they've given up with their turnovers and their, their sloppy play. So when they when they focus in and they lock down, they're just they're the more, they're the more complete team. So it's scary. Now you got to go to Boston TD Garden. You got to go. You got to go there and try to win. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not willing to say I. I good luck. I will. I wouldn't want that task. It all starts with Jimmy Butler, though. Jimmy and Bam. Jimmy and Bam need to get together and go. Hey, I'm a star. You're a star. We need to fucking play like stars. That's point blank. Period. The star players can't have 13 and 18 points, respectively. Just can't happen. Unacceptable. And then the shooters, you know, because the shooters are going to shoot and you're going to have games. You live, it's called living and dying by a three for a reason. When you're winning, you're living. When you're, when you're, when you're, you're losing, you're dying by it. When it's not falling, it's not falling. That's when you refer to your stars. But then your stars ain't scoring. Well, who the, who the hell is supposed to score? So we'll see. Uh, Tyler Hero has to come back. Uh, he's got a groin injury. He's gonna have to muscle through that. If you're Tyler Hero, you're gonna have to gut through that, and they need you. It's otherwise you're going home. What do you have to lose right now? Uh, you got to go out there and give it your all. You, you know he he's a sixth man of the year. They need him. And I've seen people saying like, oh well, they shouldn't have to rely on a sixth man of the year. Well, he he's the biggest spark. He would start on any other team. So. Look at it as if he's a starter. He's just not selfish. He, he's willing to take that role and come off the bench and, and bolster that second uh, that second team. And, and in this series, he's been great coming in and providing a spark. Now, he hasn't... Oh, let me rephrase that. He's been good, not great. He's been good providing a spark. He has the ability to be great. He needs to come out and, and in this game, he needs to come out and be great. They need him more than ever. I think, I think he almost... I hate. I would almost say give him a shot at starting. Put him in over Struess. Why can't he start over Struess? I know he's been doing this six man of the year thing, that, and that might mess with him. That might throw him off. You know, I, I it, it might be a, it's a whole different ball game starting and coming off the bench. You got to have a different mentality. But uh, it's the last game of the year can't hold nothing back now. As wise words once were once said. Um, I, to me, you, you, you got to try anything and everything in your power. Throw throw the book at him, you know. I, I, I you got to mix something up. So we're gonna talk a little bit more about this uh, tomorrow. We're gonna preview this game. Uh, I got something special coming for y'all. So so we'll see. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna save some of that for tomorrow. Um, then you got the West tonight. We got Mavs Warriors. It's there's everyone's freaking out. Holy shit! It's a series now. Yeah, it's three to one. I don't know if it's a series. I wouldn't call it a series because now they're going back to San Francisco and. You know the Warriors usually tend to, they 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 play with their food more than anybody. They they'll mess around and, and give games. You've seen it in the, in the Memphis series. 
you know, when they did with without Ja and and they let that they got pummeled by Memphis. They've messed around too damn much. So I I don't expect this to, to last past this game and and I could be wrong. I mean, I have been known to be wrong in some of these predictions here now. But and, and it's hard to go against Luca. But I just I don't see. I don't see it. I'm not buying it. I think they had one good game. I think Golden State. I think this is more of Golden State took their foot off the gas than it is um, Dallas is resurging. Like, oh, they're back. Yeah, well, they've been there the whole time. They've had the ability, and I've said this throughout this series. They've had the ability to do this from the get-go. They could have. They could have won this series. Uh, I don't want to say easily, but they could have won this series. And yeah, it's technically not over, but. It's over. Um, I, you know, I just think they, they really had a shot at this, and, they, and they're going to look back and, man, realize they blew something something special they had here. But um, I just think, for my money, if I, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, um, I, I would put my money on Golden State. I don't see them allowing this to go back because the pressure would be on them. If they lose this, this game and they go back to Dallas – you don't want to go back to Dallas because it's a pretty tough place to play. You know that. You know at any moment if it rains down there, that the roof might collapse. So that. You <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it's like you know you don't want to go back there. You don't want to give them a shot. You don't want to give them a sign of life because if you lose this one and go back to Dallas, you're giving them a chance. You're giving them a chance that's not that necessary at all. This game should be over. One hundred percent, it should be over. There shouldn't even be a, a factor at all. Um, I just don't like uh, I don't like Dallas's chances. They're too streaky. Um, what are you gonna get? What are you gonna get from these guys? It's the other guys, right? What are you gonna get from them? What are you gonna get from um, Kleba, Bertans, uh, Jalen Brunson, Denway, Doran Finney-Smith? There's too many X factors for them. You know, there's not enough consistent pieces for me. You know what you're getting from Steph. You know what you're getting from Looney. You know what you're getting from Draymond. Uh, with Draymond, it's just, is he going to foul out? You know what I mean? Is he going to have be in foul trouble early? Is he going to get technicals? Is he going to get thrown out? But as far as uh, NBA basketball play, you know what you're getting. To me, Golden State's a more consistent team. Uh, Dallas is just too wishy-washy for my money. Uh, it's just hard for me to sit, to say sit here and say yeah I, I it it's just I kind of don't see it you know what you're getting from Luca and that, and other than that this series it's it's been who knows so we'll see that it, that'll be a good one tonight and hopefully hopefully we get a closer game yeah that's all we want that's all NBA fans want is these close games you know it's the game one one twelve to eighty seven game two one twenty six one seventeen game three hey it was, Single digits, 109 to 100. Game four, 119 to 109. Just, we want a close game. I want a close game. I want a buzzer beater. I want something. You know what I mean? Just give me something. I want a taste of a, just a good old-fashioned, uh, just good game. I had to go back and watch highlights. I was watching the uh, playoffs between Kobe and Carmelo when Carmelo was in Denver. And then them just going shot for shot. I mean, you just we just want something like that. You want a good good game, man. That's all you hope for in, the, in these finals, or excuse me, 
in these playoffs. Western Conference Finals, so. Now, uh, last episode, I did say something about, I thought, I, I was thinking about, hey, let's look, let's look at these last free agents. Let's see if we can't find the last free agents uh, a home. And I kind of just, you know, before getting on here and recording, I just kind of at least got myself familiarized with uh, some of the names. And we'll see if we can't find uh, a home for some of these guys. Um, so this is going to be kind of like off-the-fly stuff here. Off the dome stuff. So now the, the the big name out there right now is Odell, right? Odell's the big name, and some are saying, does he come back to to the Rams, right? And I, if you look at the Rams, let's let's take a look at the Rams, right? So they're saying, man, maybe he signs with the Rams again. Where does he find a spot? Where does he fit? I don't know if he fits with this. They have Cooper Cup and then they signed Allen Robinson. If, if you don't sign Allen Robinson and they go, yeah, we're going to bring back Odell, right? Well, he's going to be your third. He's going to be your slot guy. Uh, I, I think they have that in Van Jefferson. I think they have all they need at receiver. I think they're they're good. Um, they got Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and Van Jefferson. I think they're good. I don't know. I don't think he's going back there. I think he might want to stay in L.A., but I think that's what's taken so long. Is Maybe he wants to stay in L.A., but I don't see it. I really don't. If, if, if it's for my money, if I'm Odell, I'm going to Green Bay. I would go to Green Bay. I think he's a fit there. He'll Him and Aaron Rodgers you know, link up, gives Aaron Rodgers another big target because they're missing stuff. You look at the receiving core. Right now, they're, they're looking at Alan Lazard. Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, and then their two rookies they drafted in Christian Watson, who I think um, has a chance to be offensive rookie of the year. Sleeper. I think he's a sleeper for offensive rookie of the year right now in my in my eyes. I love that what he brings. I think he's going to be great. And then, they, then Romeo Dubes, who was a uh, – he's more of a, a speed guy, take top of the defense. He's a one-trick pony kind of guy. Maybe he'll be a special team or punt return, kick return kind of guy. I don't know if he's he's there yet. So, I mean, what are they doing with receivers? They think they're going to win with that receiving core? Is this like an Aaron, Aaron Rodgers that's going to try to prove to people, oh, I don't need a top receiver? Dude, you don't have a number one. You have a – you barely have a number two. I would say Sammy Watkins is your only number two. I do. I'm sorry to Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb's too old. He ain't. He's not what he once was. Alan Lazard is not consistent enough. He's just. Uh, and I'm not here to shit on Alan Lazard, but I am sorry that dude is not gonna cut the mustard. At all, 40 receptions, 513 yards, eight touchdowns. I mean, that's with playing with a great receiver, uh, with the great quarterback, right? He's playing with Aaron Rodgers, so he elevates guys. That's making him look look decent. I mean, he had a, he had touchdowns. The touchdowns, I like the touchdowns, but okay. Besides that, I don't like anything. I don't, I don't, that I just I don't see that at all. So I don't know about that one. I to me, Odell fits right in there. He's the number one. Then you got Sammy Watkins at number two, and Christian Watkins is fighting in there for be your slot guy. That's how I see it. And Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb come in, and you know they come in and help out. But to me, that that's a perfect scenario for him, if he's trying to 
He's trying to win. I, I think that's a good spot for him. Or, <clears throat> and this, I just thought of this now. He could even go to, nah, nah, maybe, maybe not. He, he, he could maybe go to Denver, too. Denver, if he, if he wants to go to Denver, you know, Jerry Judy's been, he, he that dude needs to, someone needs to mentor him. He needs a mentor, and he needs it now, because that dude's going down the wrong path real quick. He's going to find himself, you know, he's got off-the-field issues. On the field, he's, like, and he was, he, he was supposed to be this, he's supposed to be great coming out of, uh, of Alabama. I, was, I love this kid. He's, he's supposed to be really good. I, I want him to stay on track, and hopefully Russ can be there and mentor him. But he could even go to Denver. I think he'd, he'd fit in there. But for my money... I would put Odell with Green Bay. That's where I'm signing. And I don't know if Green Bay wants him, but that's that's where I would... Uh, uh, that's where I'd have him. Um, then we got, see, let's see. Okay, Rob Gronkowski. If this dude's coming back, he's going back to Tampa. I don't know. I don't know if he goes anywhere in Tampa. Does he, is he going to play again? Who knows with what, he's, what he's doing. But, yeah, that's an easy one, Tampa. <clears throat> Um, bum, 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 bum. J.C. Treader, center. Um, interesting. So there's a story that just came out that the, the 49ers are pretty sure that Alex Smith is um, going to call it quits. He's still got two years left. He signed a three-year deal after leaving Atlanta. He went over to San Francisco and signed a three-year deal, and he's only one year in. And, and it just came out that Kyle Shanahan has a pretty good idea of where he's leaning to, and it sounds like he's going to be retiring. So if, if he does retire, I see J.C. Treader's got a good good slot. He's you know 31. He's been great. Uh, he's been a, a stable center in this league. He's definitely. I mean, he's not an elite center, but I I would say he's definitely above average. So J.C. Treader to the Niners. That's that would be an, an easy an easy swap. You know, if Alex Max retire, Alex Mack retires on you. Just bring in J.C. Treader because he's still hanging out out there. I think that would be a good fit for them, um, and that fixes a that bridges a gap that they don't have to worry about anymore. That would that would be ideal, I would say. Um, another free agent. Let's see, Akeem Hicks coming off. Uh, he's had he's had a rocky last year uh, with injuries. He was fighting injuries um, coming from Chicago. I think a, a good move for him would be. Um, Denver. Right now, Denver doesn't have a, a, a really good nose tackle. I think he would fit great because he's not expect. He wouldn't. He's not going to be expected to come in and dominate like he did in Chicago. You know, he's not that same guy in Chicago where he was pretty dominant. Man, he's he's one of the best. One of the best. Keem Hicks is a big name. He's a he's a great 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 guy, great player, and I think he would fit slide well in that Denver defense. Um, they have already got you know they got Bradley Chubb on that D line. They signed Randy Gregory. Um, he would only do wonders for that defense. I think that's a good fit for him uh, right now. You know they got Mike Purcell and Draymond Jones. You know not they're not household names. They're not big time guys. So you know he goes in there and helps him. Draymond Jones is a young guy from Ohio State. I think you know. He's in the. He's headed towards the right direction. Draymond Jones, the guy that could give you. A, he's gonna. He's doing really good. I think Broncos fans know that. They really like. They're probably high on this guy. And most people don't know him, but I think he would. He would be a good fit there, and and just rotate in and out with him. Um, 
And, you know, like I said, Mike Purcell, he's an older guy. I think he's a better – I think you could flip-flop those guys. I think he's a better fit than Mike Purcell. I think you, you bring him in and, and do a swap there. That's I think it's an upgrade. You know, last year he – not very. He didn't have any numbers at all. You know, he had 17 tackles. So I, I think that would be a good fit for my money. If I'm Hakeem Hicks in Denver, I would make that work. Uh, another one, Julio Jones. Uh, Julio Jones. Interesting. No one signed this guy yet. You know, he's coming off a year where his hamstrings are just fragile at this point. He's got a hamstring like Kyle Lowry. Um, and and what I would say is for Julio, uh, this is gonna sound like oh this just doesn't no you know whatever this sounds good on paper but does it work? Honestly, I think Julio to Indy. Uh, let him go back his old run it back with Matt Ryan. There's comfortability there. They know each other. Matt Ryan in a new place. He's got a guy that he can rely on, but he's not gonna be the guy. He doesn't have to you know feed him the ball. He's they they and. And right now, Indy doesn't have a great depth at receiver other than Michael Pittman Jr. You're looking at going in this season, and Michael Pittman Jr. is your number one. And I like Michael Pittman Jr. He's great. Um, he's taking the right steps forward, moving forward. You know, last year, uh, 88 receptions at 1,082 yards, six touchdowns. So he's he's in the right place. So let him be your number one guy. And Julio doesn't have to be the number one guy. No one's expecting him at, at this point in his career to be that guy. And Matt's got some comfortability. He he knows him. He, he you know they been doing it for years. So I let it just keep running the back. Like I, you know, you seen the, the tweet that Darius Leonard had put out you know months ago about when they signed Matt. Hey, uh, what about what about Julio? You want to follow suit? And truthfully, now it kind of makes sense. Uh, I I would say it makes sense. He's he's gonna want to go to a team that he has a chance of winning. I think in that division, Indy's got a chance. They're going to be in the playoffs, um, to be honest. With There's no reason they shouldn't be in the playoffs. they got a great running game. Um, they should have been in the playoffs last year, but old Carson Wentz found a way to mess that one up. <laughs> Yikes. And now they, they bring in Matt Ryan, who I think can – he's obviously an upgrade, even at his age and um, – he might not be able to get the he he might not be able to get the oomph on the ball anymore, but I think you know uh, he's an upgrade from Carson Wentz for sure. I think anybody is, and I I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan. I'm not a big believer in Carson Wentz. I just I never never thought he was that good. I think the Eagles were fools for paying him. I, as soon as they paid him, I did not understand that at all. Like, here's a guy that's injury prone, uh, is is inconsistent. Um, turns the ball over too much. A lot of fumbles. A lot of just silly throws. I never understood the big hype on the guy. Um, but yeah, so I, I would say Julio to me, that's a good fit there for for him as Indy. You know, just for comfortability. You know, and you're gonna have a chance to get a championship there. Um, let's see who we got in the free agency. Um, and Dominican Sue. Um, and Dominican Sue. Well, first thing comes to mind, just running back with the Bucks, right? He was great. Why not? Why not just come back and, and run it back? 
I think he'd fit right back in and get rotations. He's not a guy that's going to be your ever down guy. He just comes in and he's proven he still has productivity for sure. Um, just looking at his his stats um, last year. Let's see it. Oh, geez, what are they doing? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so let's see. You know he. He had 14 tackles, six sacks. At 35 years old, he's still getting six sacks. Yeah, so that's still production in this league, for sure. Uh, that's that's production across the board. So again, older guys like to be on a team that's winning. No, no older guy wants to be on the New York Jets, for instance. No older guy wants to be on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Or the Giants. You know, they want to be in a chance where they can win. So running back, you know, Brady's back. Um, running back with them, I think that's a, that's probably the best bet. Um, and maybe even... Uh, or the Rams. Rams would be another one, too, where he could just go in and... You know, he's Aaron Donald's there, so you're never going to have... Uh, you're not going to be double-teamed or anything. So... Um, that, that, I, I say for my money, he goes back to Tampa. That, that would be where I'd start. Um, or or Los Angeles. I don't know if he's going to go anywhere where it's cold. Because I would I would almost say Buffalo would be a good fit for him too. I think he could he could help there in Buffalo. Uh, so, uh, let's see other names that we think. Will Fuller. Will Fuller, really? Okay. Will Fuller. Ooh, I did not see this when I was looking at this list. Will Fuller. He's been a guy where it's like... And I forgot last year he had... Uh, he gets suspended for PEDs. Which you don't you don't always hear about that in the NFL. Like, that's not a thing anymore. I feel like in the NFL. Um, yeah, he only played two games for Miami last year. Interesting. Where could we get... Where, okay, where could we find this guy at home? Miami? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, just off the top of my head, I, I didn't even think about this. New England? Does he go to New England? Would he want to go there? You know, God knows who the hell's even on the New England Patriots roster. Who do they even have? Let's see. All right, let's let's see. New England. Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, and Kendrick Bourne. Nelson Aguilar, Nikhil Harry. Yeah, they got a they got a crowded room. I don't know if he'd. They got a crowded room of guys that are just like. Bleh. A bunch of uh, what is what are they doing? Oh, sorry to get off here, but what what is what, what is New England doing with their receiving core? They just are, like unwilling to pay guys. Like they don't want to bring anybody in. We know what Cleveland's doing with receivers. Uh, where can we find this guy? Jacksonville. No, they lost DJ Chark. Well, they signed Christian Kirk, Lavisca Chanel, Laquan Trevor, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones. Yeah, no, you're not gonna find a home there. They're they're set. I think they like their guys. Um. Pittsburgh, Chase Claypool, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, maybe. He finds a home in Pittsburgh. We're going to find this guy a spot. The Giants, who do they have? Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony. I could see him going to the Giants. It could be a fit. I don't love it. It's I'm not, I have not fallen in love with it. Okay, let's look at my team. Greg London. Okay, I'm going to say this. I think he could go with 
the Atlanta Falcons. My Atlanta Falcons. I don't know why I didn't think about this. Why not? Take a flyer on this guy. Uh, damn. You know what? I just I just stumbled on this. All right. Atlanta is the fit for... We found Will Fuller home. Atlanta, I know you're listening to this. Arthur Blank, I know you're listening. Um, Arthur Smith, I know you're listening. I know you listen to all my podcasts here. So go ahead and, and go ahead and sign Will Fuller. I'll, I'll approve of it. You know, get him on a cheap veteran $1 million deal. Will, go ahead and take that money. Um, it, you just prove it deal. You know, you're coming back. You're 28. You're still in your prime. Um, go ahead and sign with Atlanta and connect with Marcus. Get it going. And I think we just found him a home. You could be our number two for sure. You know, Drake London's going to be our number one guy as a rookie. Uh, Brian Edwards is going to be uh, one of our guys too. We like Brian. In the trade, we got Zacchaeus. He's been around. He's a staple. You know, maybe you take you take some reps from Zacchaeus. You get in there and improve yourself. So Atlanta's your home, brother. We found it for you. Love it. Love this. We, we got it. We got it all settled now. Will Fuller's got a home. He doesn't have to be an un, unrestricted free agent no more. <laughs> but no, seriously, I, I think that's uh, that that would be a great spot for him. You know, we need we're looking for a receiver. We're not going to pay big receiver money because we're not in a chance where we're going to win. A, we're going for a Super Bowl right now. We're still getting pieces together, getting the team right. You know, new coach, new GM. We're, we're working some pieces around. Uh, I think that would be it right there. I think we found him the home. Mm-mm-mm. All right, anybody else? Let's see. So we did that. We got we got Will Fuller. Anthony Barr's an interesting one. Um, where could we get? Okay, where could we get Anthony Barr? Right, this will be the last one because then I got some stories I kind of want to I want to get into. Uh, Anthony Barr. Mm-hmm-hmm. You know he's gonna want to win. Uh, definitely. Uh, Anthony Barr. Mm-hmm-hmm-hmm. Dallas? Do we like Dallas? What them Chargers? What they got? They got Kenneth Murray. Hmm. Yeah, I think he fits with the Chargers. I think he can go out to Los Angeles. I, I like it. You know, they got Kenneth Murray. You know, right now they're they're outside. Other outside linemen Drew Tranquil, young guy, and I think they like him. He's a solid player in Notre Dame, but you get a chance to get an Anthony Barr. In that rotation, I think that's a great fit. Uh, that would be for my money. Yeah, let's 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 send them to Los Angeles. I think it's a great fit right now. They 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 don't have really any good linebacker depth. Uh, I think you know that he could he could make that work. I think it, you know, especially with Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Kenneth Murray, their linebackers are great. They're just missing Anthony Barr. That's what sets them over the top for sure, hundred percent. So it's interesting that these guys are still free agents. Um, I think I think that to be for a hundred percent sure, Odell to Green Bay makes the most sense to me. Um, J.C. Tritter, I think, fan of the 49ers, replaces Alex Mack for sure. Will Fuller to Atlanta? I know I was like joking around. To me, that 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 would that would work. I mean, he needs to prove himself to get back because he's got these red flags now. Uh, he's just he's. He, I think he needs to prove that he wants to be in the league and, and can get another contract. If he wants to get another big contract, go to Atlanta. Prove yourself. <clears throat> we're, we're we're doing that for guys right now because we're in a you know Marcus Mariota two year deal. He's trying to prove himself that he can be a starter. 
Oh, Julio Jones to Indy. I don't think he. I don't know how many options he really has, and I think that's going to be his best shot. I think it, they could make that work for sure, and it, it would be great. They need guys like that, and he'd be a good leader, a uh, good uh, mentor for um, Michael Pittman Jr. Because he's always been that guy. He's always been a mentor. Uh, Julio has in Atlanta. So <sighs> let's dive into this now. I got some stories. That we can talk about. <clears throat> okay. Colin Kaepernick. Working out for the Las Vegas Raiders. Interesting. Interesting. Um, my thoughts on that. Yeah, it's about fucking time. Why are we doing this now? My question is, why are we doing this now? This dude should have been in the league, should have never been out of the league. And the big point to me that I thought was funny with this whole situation is, is and I, and this was from what uh, Kaepernick had said, which kind of made sense to me after I heard his, I read this. He said, you know, the NFL is doing all these things to move progressive at, uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement. And you see, in, you know, on the back of helmets, I put end racism and, and all, and, and the end zones and doing all this stuff. And the NFL is trying to be progressive like that. Okay. And he said, basically, I was the pioneer for that. That's why I did I, what I did was for that. And now you guys are doing that, but you're still keeping him out of the league. So that's I find that very interesting. That's a, that's, that, that is an excellent point. The NFL went out of their way to do, to do all this stuff. You know, you, you can't deny that this dude, he was in a fucking Super Bowl. He took his team to the Super Bowl and was so close from winning the Super Bowl. What quarterback? It's it's not a talent thing. It, it was just straight up. They blackballed him out of the league. They 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 all band together and kept him out of the league. And and then the then they adopted this whole once it became a big a big movement. Then the NFL was like, yeah, let's get behind it now. We support that. Put in racism on it and 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 do that. Okay. Well, that fucking guy was the whole, the whole leader of that whole thing. He's the one that sparked that whole thing. That's what he was he was doing this for, and 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 people were so blinded with rage and how dare you hate on America, you piece of shit. Okay, everybody got that so fucking wrong, and it's taken this long now. This guy sacrificed his career, whether you agree with it or not. That's what he was doing. It 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 was that way from the beginning. He, he said that from the beginning, and when this whole thing started, he sat down. Because initially it started, right, you go back, the whole knee, kneeling thing, it started off, he wanted to sit. He was sitting on the bench, and he talked to a Green Bray guy, and I can't remember the name now, so I apologize. Um, and he was like, hey, I respect what you're doing. I get it, but you're doing it the wrong way. Don't sit, take a knee. and Because this is how we do it when, when uh, this is how this is how we do, do it when, <clears throat> when a law, uh, present the flag to uh, a widow of a fallen soldier. This is how we do it. We knee and we, we give him the flag. So he was telling him the right way. So he said, take, take, don't sit, take a knee. So then he did that. So then Colin started taking a, a knee. So he was, so for the people that were like, oh, he's against America and he hates America. It's just, that's, that was just plain ignorant. And then now it's coming out and it's, it's taken this long. It's how many years now since he's done that. So it's a shame. He should have never been out of the league. Uh, I 
I could, if I wanted to, pull up the backup rosters, the backup quarterbacks in this league, and I can tell you, he could be, he's better than every single one in the NFL. I, I could go down the list and tell you right now, he's better than every single backup quarterback in this league. He should have never been out of the league. He is a starting caliber quarterback. Now, I don't know. Um, you know, is he is he going to ever get a shot? Probably not. It, you know, even if he if he's people act like okay, the Raiders are gonna if they sign him, he's gonna start over Derek Carr. You're fucking nuts. He's not starting over Derek Carr, and he shouldn't. I don't think he's better than Derek Carr because I don't know. I haven't seen him play a fucking meaningful game in God knows how long. And my question is, uh, why? And this isn't the discredit, um, Kaepernick. Why does he go to like the USFL and, and just just to get reps and get tape out there? You know, why does he not do that? This maybe one, maybe they're blackballed out of the league. I don't know. I don't know the situation, but you th- almost think, why not go there, get some tape out? Yeah. Why didn't he join the XFL? I don't know if I do the whole fan control league because that shit seems like it's just kind of like funny. You know, whatever. No one's gonna no no NFL teams looking at the fan control league like, hmm, maybe we should bring back Johnny Manziel. Maybe we should sign T.O. So yeah, no, I don't think that's the case, but. I think the USFL is something serious. That's that's serious competition, at least. I mean, it's 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 the closest thing to real football, you know, NFL football. Um, but that's neither here nor there. It shouldn't even be in this situation. So, to be honest, I, I I found that whole that whole situation was bullshit. The way they handled it and they treated him, um, no matter what your political, it had nothing to do with politicalness. It had nothing, It was like everything's political. Everyone just needs to shut the fuck up about political shit to me. We stopped doing the poll. Pol- Everything's not political. Uh, he was standing up for what he believed in, and it was the right thing to do. And he handled it the right way, in my opinion. He went about it. You know, he started off. He didn't do it the right way. Did, and, and he handled it the right way. So, I, and and now it's it's blowing up. And and he, he had a good point that he said with 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 how the NFL they're being progressive about this whole situation they're, they're going about it the same way and he still can't be in the league you're telling me he couldn't earn a backup spot somewhere and I know he wants to be a starter but you don't think he could be on the backup spot and I don't want to hear that garbage about oh he's a distraction blah 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 yeah whatever no is it a distraction when you draft a first round draft pick and everyone's it's all hype is it a distraction then it's, it's going to be the same thing it's going to be media on a big polarizing figure, that's how it goes. When Antonio is it a distraction when Antonio Brown's getting signed by the Buccaneers? Yeah, damn right it is. Is it a distraction when uh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah, damn right it is. But it's making the NFL money, and you don't think you don't think Colin Kaepernick jerseys wouldn't fly off the fucking shelves like nobody's business? Come on. See? It ain't a business move. It ain't. Uh, it's. It, it's been the same fucking song and dance. That dude should have been in the league. Should have been out of the league. But uh, it's not like he's gonna start for the Raiders. And it's not like someone's gonna look at this this workout and be like, "Yep, gotta get him." He ain't gonna. If he does get signed, he's never gonna start. And it's bullshit. It, you know, they wasted his the prime of his career to try to, you know, I don't know, teach him a fucking lesson. Yeah, the whole the whole deal was bullshit, and it's always rubbed me the wrong way. So, I hope he does get signed, and 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 I don't wish anybody to get hurt. But I hope he gets a chance to start. He starts for a team, and he fucking balls out. That's that's how I've always been. I always liked Colin Kaepernick. I thought he was great for the 49ers. You know, 
Led him to a fucking Super Bowl, dude. Come on. You're denying me that. You're denying that dude that, that spot. He took a team to a fucking Super Bowl. But. Um, and the other thing I wanted to bring up was uh, we had talked about last time about DeAndre Ayton. And how they were talking about it. So now it's come out of Atlanta Hawks. Or they're, they're, they're gearing up this summer. They're going to go. Uh, they are going to go all in. And they're trying to get help. And I've heard uh, Zach Levine maybe to Atlanta. I like that move too. But now it's saying they're gonna they're they're in play for DeAndre. They're they're expected to be the big dogs for Atlanta, and I think it makes the most sense. I really do. I think I think he ends up in Atlanta. I really I really feel like it could happen because they have the pieces to do it because. With the uh, Suns, you know, they're not willing to pay this guy because they don't know if he's he's all in on him in basketball or whatever. And that's what Monty, Monty Williams feels like is that he's just he's too distracted. He doesn't he doesn't think he deserves a, a, a max contract. So if they end up doing, a, a, you know, doing something where they end up doing it like a sign a sign and trade if they needed to to move pieces. Atlanta has the pieces. You know, they have Clint Capella and John Collins. So if, if Atlanta, if the Suns are trying to get some return value out of this, they are they're able to do that with Atlanta. Um, so to me, it makes the most sense because Clint Capella's a beast. I don't know if Atlanta wants to move off Capella, but they might. But they're saying, and they're coming out and saying, everyone's off the table. Everyone's on the table, rather. Everyone's on the table. We're willing to trade anybody on the table other than Trey Young. So they're trying to find guys around Trey Young. So they're going all in. They they want to, they're really hungry. They want to win now. And then I think what they're doing is they're doing a great job because they're, they're proving to their star guy, hey, we're gonna, we're willing to help you out. So stay here. Re- remember this when it comes to re-signing time, big contract. We're gonna pay you, and we want to keep you here for the long term. And we're gonna get guys. We're gonna show you that we want you. You know, we're gonna prove to you that we want you by getting guys that want to play with you. And while DeAndre Ayton. Isn't like the big splashy player. He's he's still a dominant big, it, and I think he's an upgrade over John Collins. And I like John Collins. I think he he'd be an upgrade over Clint Capella. That's a close one because Clint Capella is really good too. But I if you're if you're gonna move somebody, yeah, you're you're gonna take DeAndre. Ayton. He's a great big. But I also like the idea of Zach Levine too. This summer is gonna be interesting. Um, it's gonna be interesting, and I think a lot of people are gonna be talking about the Lakers and what they're gonna do. Is Russ staying and all that? Because um, I've heard now rumors of fueling the fire of these. You know, anybody talks about something. It came out yesterday. Joel Embiid was like, "Oh, I think uh, Jimmy needs another guy, star." And now everyone's like, "Oh shit, Joel Embiid's trying to go." And I don't know how they would even work that out because that's you'd be giving up a lot of pieces to make that happen. But damn, that would be interesting. I, I would like that, and I love Bam, but I would almost be willing to move him if he's not going to fucking be aggressive and play. He's not going to say you're not going to deny Joel Embiid. Come on now, him and Jimmy, yikes! But that's not that's besides the point. They, anyways, free agency is going to be interesting this year, for sure. Um, so I, I think it, I don't think DeAndre Ayton stays. I don't I don't think he, I see a scenario where he stays with the Suns. I think this is just the race relationship is fractured. And I don't know if he wants to be there anymore. So it'll be interesting. So we're moving pieces. I think Atlanta fits, and it'll be interesting to see what Atlanta does. Who are they gonna get? Because they're gonna go. They're gonna go hard. It sounds like they're saying everybody's on the table other than Trey Young. So it'll be interesting. Um, 
so yeah right there i think uh, we're gonna wrap it up guys uh thanks for being here listening you made it to this point you're a fucking true og mother bad motherfucker and i appreciate you you guys have a wonderful fucking day love y'all peace